Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, you can't type because it's, clicking, I can click. hear you. What do you mean? I can hear, click, 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 no click, click, click. No one can hear that. Well, fine, just get started. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Do click Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Christmas edition of Millennial Divide. Almost. We've got a couple more. But oh, we're, so we're jingle bells, jingle bells. Oh. We are on the countdown to the end of the year and it is our lovely Elle's last one for a little while. I know, very oh. sad. She's about to deliver a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jesus is coming. Oh, my gosh. It's immaculate It's a rebirth. Wow. <laughs> no. Ew. No, Ellen. No, no, no. Let's not go into that. Come on. No, we're 30 seconds in and we're already talking about Ellen's sex life. Oh, let's not. Lovely. <laughs> so we're three sisters. I'm Amy. I'm 37. I'm here. Good work. I'm Dimity. I'm 27. I'm also here. And just jumping ahead. Yeah. Are we? Of your order. We've already you know got what? rid of you. <laughs> no, no. I'm You're, done. And that's all there is. <laughs> you mean nothing. I'm Ellen. I'm 33. Last week. Oh. For oh. a little while. For a little while. I'll You'll come be back. back. Yeah. Back with soon. a newborn. With a screaming newborn. Woo-hoo. That'd be nice That'd for be people fun. to hear. Fun. We'll just oh. have white noise. <laughs> For 30 minutes. That's <gasps> what everyone needs. Yeah. Just a little bit of time out. It's just going to be Ellen's opportunity to sleep during the podcast. Yeah, um, and I'll just come in every now and then going, that's a great idea. <laughs> so you know that I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Could now, be before we go into the breakdown. Uh-oh. I, I know. A little something I haven't approved week. this. I, I have not approved. It's not approved. No, I know what it's going to be. Let it's, me. Tim and I are in trouble. I know we Let are me in throw trouble. Some... I was waiting this out. Thank you, next. Ariana Grande song. <laughs> Broke. YouTube records for the most viewed video in 24 hours, 46 million views in 24 hours. Also, it's the most listened to artist on Spotify with 46.9 million listens and set the fourth week at number one in UK singles charts. So let me just say, whether you agree or not, I think it was pertinent last week to bring it up. And you shot me down in flames. We both did. We did. And then we got shot down on Insta as well. Yeah. So thank you for the feedback on, oh, no, was it Insta or Facebook? It was on Instagram. Somebody Instant. commented and said that we, understandably, we're a, a little bit harsh. And I we think were yeah. disrespectful was thank the word. Thank you, listener. And I I've think, got some people on my side. Yeah, I do. I want to apologise because I was. Why? Oh, I just I not sheep, Dimity. I feel bad. Oh, I if everyone else, if Ariana Grande told everyone to jump off a cliff, would you jump off a cliff? <laughs> just because everyone's listening to it doesn't make it good. I it stand by can, my opinion. It means we can talk about it at least and not have a, I don't even know why Ellen brought this up. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. It's a phenomenon. <laughs> I just feel bad because I like, I don't want to be unkind and I feel like I. I perhaps was a little harsh calling her boring all the time. <laughs> so I compared her to your washing machine, Amy. That's mean. So I, I retract that. All right. That's fair enough. You went too far with the washing machine, even though it's a good washing machine. 
All right, Elle, is that off your chest? Yes, you can get on with the show. So you are a true um, early adopter? Yes. Is that what you're saying? I just think it's something to talk about. I don't have to be her biggest fan. I just think it was a legitimate topic to bring up. Okay, we're proven wrong. I'm willing to accept that. Amy? Yeah. No, well, I I agree it's topical. I don't agree that it's good. I'm allowed to say (laughs) I don't like it. I agree with both of you and I don't ever want to upset anyone ever again. <laughs> okay. Can we Go get started? On. Great. Yes. Thanks. I feel better. Thanks. So um, already we're off to a cracking start because we've got a disagreement on what's on our mind. Dimity and I both have stuff on our mind so we're both going to talk both about very it. very different. <laughs> I want to talk more about Megan and Harry because we haven't spoken about them for a number of weeks. Yes. For the record, everybody, I tried to veto this topic and it was unsuccessful. Well, it's big news. It's big news. They're moving. I want to know why. Um, Dim, <laughs> in equally important news, you want to talk about climate change. <laughs> so fine. Comparable. We'll talk about climate change as well. <laughs> we'll also talk all things Amy Schumer. She's been popping up a lot in my mm, feed this me week. Me too. And it's, had, it's made me have some thoughts and I need to get them off my chest. Um, big news today, breaking news. So we, we've said before we record on a Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Chris Dawson who uh, has had a podcast totally around his uh, ex-wife or previous wife, they weren't, they were still together, Mm. Um, her disappearance back in the early 80s, Lynette Dawson, he has been arrested today and charged with her murder. So we will talk about that. Um, We will also, we'll do a recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just come to me what it is and the fact that that's, time I'll never get back. So anyway, the Christmas switch is on our recommendation list. Dim's got a no, question. the princess switch. Oh, Sorry, apologize. The princess switch, yeah. I tried to almost not watch it <laughs> because of that reason. The princess switch on Netflix right now. Dim's got a question which is always scary and Ellen will finish with a matcha. I do. Off we go. Okay, so Megan and Harry are moving. This is big news. Dim's looking at me with like daggers. To be fair, I'm not looking at you. I'm distracted by my phone now. (laughs) (laughs) Elle and I are going to quickly talk about Meghan and Harry and why we think they're moving because they've got a very nice pad in Kensington Palace. They live next door to brother-in-law and sister-in-law and they've got... Wills and Kate. Wills and Kate. They've got the kids. They've got a kid on the way. Seems like a happy commune. But... It's been announced they're moving to Frogmore Cottage. And I don't you love the name? Love it. Oh, I do love that. It's yeah. like something so out of um, uh, Harry Potter or something. Yeah, yeah. Or Wind in the Willows. Oh, yeah. yes, Wind in the Willows. Yeah, it's yes, more it's Wind in the Willows. Yeah, that'd be Frogmole. <laughs> for all those uh, literacy people out there. Good You're one such now. a geek. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Anyway, they're moving there and it's in Windsor. So it's about an hour and a half. I Googled it, Google mapped mm, it. Uh-huh. It's like nearly two hours from London. And they have to renovate it before they go in. It's got to have a massive mm. reno. It's, um, it's a bit shab at the moment. It does have ten bedrooms, so mm. they'll figure it out. I think they'll be fine. No. So this, I went down deep the other day because I was thinking, why? Why are they moving? Mm. Because Kensington Palace looks pretty bloody awesome. And in May I went and had a little sneaky mm. look over there and, you know, it looks nice. And it's right on the high street. Mm. Good shopping for Megan. But so then I Googled, why are Harry and Megan moving? Mm. And lots of things came up. I Googled the same thing and what came up was they were living in a one-bedroom house or, yeah, uh, one bedroom yeah. and now they're moving to a, a larger house, which is expected if you are about to have a child. Except there were there was another apartment available to them within the Kensington Palace area. 
Uh-huh. And so they could have moved within the grounds. So what I've heard, Daily Mail <laughs> and the Mirror. Reliable. Yeah. Um, apparently there was a big feud between mm. Kate and Megs. And there were tears. Oh, no. They're both very strong-minded women apparently. Mm. Kate did not like the way that Megan spoke to her staff, allegedly. <laughs> and so there was a bit of a argy-bargy around the time of the wedding and then apparently um, she burst into tears, Kate burst into tears ar- around this altercation. However, there's also a question mark at whether she burst into tears when she saw her little daughter Charlotte in the dress that she was going to wear. Uh, so it's confusing. It is confusing. Um, who was speaking poorly to the staff? Megan, um, apparently. She allegedly. Was allegedly. Reportedly. Yes. Allegedly. Not confirmed. No. So we will we, not we, say that on this podcast. It doesn't ring very true. So I that's, don't think that's so. a bit surprising. Yes. Um, and then the other thing is. From what I know about Megan, mm, yes. from our very detailed knowledge, which is more than most from this podcast, <laughs> I will say. And then the other rumour is that Harry, and this is one that really I think is probably, this resonates with me, Harry feels like he's in a gilded jail. Mm. And having actually been to Kensington Palace this year to try and stalk them, <laughs> I kind of understand why he feels like that. I get that. And as much as I love both of you, to live next door to your brother and sister-in-law all the time, you know, they probably want to get out and, oh, Dimity's giving me a really shocked Aww, look. But, you know, that. don't you think they want to get out and make their own new life? Yeah, I mean, Kensington Palace is pretty big. Pretty vast. It's yeah, massive. That's true. And also that's just how their life goes, isn't it? That's just life for them. Royals. Suck it up, royals. A little bit. Suck it up, princess. Literally. <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know a lot about them, but I'm pretty sure I know that. Okay, I like it that's on that segue. And that's all That's all I wanted. Okay. I just wanted to talk about it, Dim. I needed to understand. What okay. do you think, Elle? I know you don't um, care, Dim. <laughs> I think it's probably them just wanting to make their own identity. Yeah. That's what I They're kind of feel. They're ready to be their own couple. Yeah. Plus, Wills and Kate had a couple of years in Wales. Yeah, exactly. They've been out and about. Oh, Dim's just, I just, just don't hating care. life. All right, I okay. Well, we'll talk care. about I'm climate sorry. change for God's sake. All right, Dima, mm-hmm. it's over to you. So, in I just the, choose oh. to opt out of this conversation because <laughs> it's too depressing. Oh, go on. Okay, well, that's a good start. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's optimistic and encouraging, but okay, yeah, that's probably true. As well. Okay, so in the last week in Australia, we've been having some very, very exciting. I think. <laughs> Depends who you speak to, I suppose. Protests that have been held by school kids who are just so impressive and so activist and so impressive again. I don't know. I don't have enough. Enthusiastic. Thank you, Ellen. And I wanted to talk about it because they have been protesting for climate change. So it's called the... Just to be clear, they don't want climate change. Oh, they want action yeah. on climate change. Oh. It's confusing, isn't Never it? Never mind. That's what just, the politicians... Skip. I was confused. I thought they were <laughs> wanting like, we want it hotter. climate change. <laughs> I want so a better nice. tan. We want sea views <laughs> in Brunswick. <laughs> okay, so yes, technically they were, they were protesting against climate change and it was called the Strike for Climate Action. It was inspired by a 15-year-old Swedish schoolgirl who was an activist and since then there have been protests all around Australia, as I mentioned, with thousands gathering with really witty and clever signs. Yes, I'm loving the signs. Loving the signs. Like one was 
I've seen better cabinets in Ikea. Yeah, that was oh, a cracker. That was a good one. Oh, my gosh. Another one. I've got a few written down here. Um, we'll be less activist if you be less shit. <laughs> I like that one. Procrastinating. And probably true. True. Procrastinating is not is our job, not yours. Um, my favourite, actually. R.I.P. Earth. Going to miss you, boo. <laughs> Oh, I love oh it. this next generation. I They're love witty. It. They're funny. So, although this is, I think, a really positive, great movement from the kids, there has been some uh, backlash mm, by our very, very vocal politicians who have done. And mature. Oh, yes, very <laughs> mature. They've done a lot for um, speaking and not a lot for the action. So, anyway, that's okay. They're good on the talk. Mm, they love the talk. But one in particular who stood out was our resources minister, Matt Canavan, who said about the kids and the protests the best thing you'll learn about going to a protest is how to join the dog queue. Because Great, that's Matt. what your future will look yes. like. Mm. Up in a line, asking for a handout, not actually taking charge for your life and getting a real job. Mm. He was the one who couldn't remember where he was born (laughs) and then had to go to the High Court and unfortunately the High Court then said, yeah, you can be a politician. (laughs) So, mate, get your own house in order before you start. You know how it's like the saying is like, I worry for our future. I worry for our our current. current. <laughs> and I'm like, let's just get the future in now. These 15-year-olds seem ready to lead. Like I'm, we've got, we've had a lot of turnovers with the Prime Minister. I don't think anyone would notice again. Let's just get one of these 14-year-olds in. Well, I was, when I heard about it, I thought, you know, being in education, I was like, yeah, go kids, that's great and good on them. And I had kind of a educational hat on and then I read The Guardian had this article the other day and I've already spoken ad nauseum about now my huge concerns with climate change, which hadn't really hit home before this article. I don't know why. I've always really cared about it. I've always, you know, tried to cut my energy and tried to cut my recycling and all of that, but I didn't have it on a visceral level. And then this Guardian article, they said that um, one of the big things was that it could lead to one million migrants, climate change migrants, a year entering the European Union by 2100. And I did the maths and went, oh, my gosh, that's my daughter. Like she, that's her generation. Um, so, you know, that really hit home to me that I got quite emotional about it. So and yeah. I thought how amazing that these kids are really taking to the street for it. Yeah, but it made you a bit sad. About it made me really well. sad. I got, well, because it's I might also be, you know, <laughs> heavily pregnant sure, with my second child. I'm close to I'm a donkey <laughs> on the you, edge. Didn't you cry watching the princess switch? What's that you? No. <laughs> I, did, I did because it was for so other shit. <laughs> that number yeah, really hit home. Yeah, and went, oh, my I God, agree. that is my daughter. And I suppose the reason that I haven't, I'm now just entirely encouraged by this is because Netflix has done a really good job lately of releasing documentaries about climate change. Have you noticed that? They've got a series that are just really powerful and really informative and visually also because they've got this beautiful, you know, camera angle now that they're really convincing. Names of them, not sure off the top of my head, but I know that there are a few. Just look up Netflix climate change. But, yeah, so I've been starting to get more aware of this and really, really, really discouraged because no one was talking about mm, it. Mm. Whereas now the kids know. We don't wa- we don't have to worry anymore. It's basically solved. I know. And the problem's that, solved. isn't that the most depressing thing, that it's taken yeah. a 14-year-old to say, guys, get your 
Get your shit together. Mm. I mean, and David Attenborough came out this week and talked about how basically civilization as we know it will not continue. It's the greatest threat ever faced. But he also said really positive things, like, for example, he's got huge viewership in China. So, no, <laughs> no that's good. That's good. And good news for David, though, he's got a really big audience now, so that's great. He's done well financially. Well, so. I mean, yes, he has profited off climate change. <laughs> However, it is good that finally the the global he has a global audience mm. and he's mm. really cutting through and he was saying he's got great hope, but also that the end of the world is nigh. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, there's good things and roundabouts. Yeah. All right, Dima, are you done with that one? Uh, no, I, mean, I mean, we haven't really resolved climate change. <laughs> the, we're just, we're optimistic. Yeah. Could be cautiously changed. optimistic. Cautiously Let's just optimistic. listen to the kids. That's what I vote. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. Okay. So Amy Schumer has been popping up on the feeds this mm. week. Lots and lots. Dim's Equally give me quizzical looks. I think this is the millennial divide. I in really do. Do you know what I think is happening? You is hate that Megan. You, I you don't, don't know like Amy Megan. I think what's happening is that your cookies are out to get you and to get me and mm. to divide us further. <laughs> don't you think? I think. I'm not getting any Amy. Schumer. I'm getting a lot of I get you, yeah. my sister. Yeah. I don't get Amy Schumer. I don't cookie you. No. What? <laughs> well, I don't know what that is. But anyway, <laughs> I don't do it. But I do get a lot of Amy Schumer. And so I don't quite know why she started popping up. I think she's needing a bit of um, notoriety maybe. I don't know. I feel like maybe her, I don't know, her career maybe isn't, not plateaued. She's done a lot. I just feel like she knows the, the zeitgeist of when she needs to jump in again. And she's jumped in. Mm. So a couple of things this week that got my attention. A, she announced she was pregnant in October and she used that to get people to vote. So big mm. tick from me. I was like, cool, Amy Schumer, if you're going to tell people about that, that's a good one. But then this week she declared, and, Dim, you'll, you'll understand my hatred here. I, my I was actually, here. yeah, I know what you're going to say she about She declared Megan. that Meghan Markle was her nemesis. Mm. I suspected oh. this is why you're upset with her. Big cross, <laughs> huge. I didn't see that one. Yep. And then she created a clothing line this week called Le Cloud and it's for real women and it's meant to make people feel good about their bodies and it's meant to be really comfy. Goes up to size 20. Big tick. Hmm. Great. Good on you, Amy Shimmer. But equally this week, she body shamed Khloe Kardashian on SNL. No. Mm. Big cross. Big cross. So I'm torn. I I don't know how to feel about Amy yeah. Shimmer. <laughs> Let me tell you how to feel because I have some strong feelings. Okay, tell me. I think that she has been putting up I feel like I need to say allegedly because now, or just like to caveat what I'm saying because people listening, you don't, get you don't upset. want to be disrespectful. I don't want to be mean. And what if Amy Schumer? Welcome to, to my this? world. This is literally my brain. I'm actually so torn between both yeah. of your ways of thinking. So I'll be kind but harsh. Yeah. <laughs> so Amy Schumer seems like a lovely girl. However, I feel that she sometimes takes an opportunity to use her platform to sprout a message that is a, a bit of a construction rather than actually a good authentic. Yeah. Boom. That's what it is. Yes. It's inauthentic. It's inauthentic. I, I haven't been able to work out what it is, but something isn't yeah. gelling with, with so me. So she's got this fun, cool mm. attitude. She's friends with all the cool girls. But 
I've had because I used to work in media. Oh, did you, Tim? I used to work in media. Did you really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, and although oh. I didn't personally have the opportunity to interview her, someone I know did. Oh, and I remember this was, controversy? Yes, and she was quite rude. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was awful she was to that quite rude journalist. Yes. Yeah, and from then I was like, hmm, hmm question mark, yeah. question mark. Amy Schumer, whether she's actually sprouts what she does in a public mm. platform privately. Mm. One, op- one, you know, moment in time I know yeah. and it was at the end of a long press junket and blah, 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 but still mm. be kind. Mm. Yeah, I think that might be what it is because something is not Just a bit quite, off. Yeah, yes, and I agreed. can't figure it out because I really want to be on board because some of the things she says I go, yeah, great, mm. and then mm. but then some, she'll do like fat shaming or Khloe Kardashian. I'm like, really? Not cool. Mm. Not not cool. Not cool. Not not necessary. And mm. you know, she's had a rough time, yeah. old Chloe. Do you know, not to um bring up Gwyneth Paltrow again. <laughs> oh my lord. You, but every Megan right, Markle from and now on if oh. you, if I raise Megan. Oh, can I bring up Gwyneth? You can yep, so that'll stop me talking. Oh, about good, okay. So anyway, now I can because you've brought her up twice in this podcast. So I've got another Gwynny up my to. sleeve. Amy Schumer did. Um but she interviewed Ashley Graham. And Ashley Graham, although oh, yeah. I really, really think she is great, she did at one point on the podcast that she was interviewed with be like you know as hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I was trying to think about why I was so sad and why men kept on abusing me and I realised it's just because I kept on having sex with them and giving up sex too easily. And so then I was giving up my power through sex and then I realised that I just had to stop having sex until I was married. And I was like, oh, oh. Ashley, no. No. <laughs> Body positivity is about just like allowing everybody to express themselves in their own way. I felt like that was very shamey. Mm. It's who, a, it's who is a, this Ashley Graham? She's oh. a model. Okay. Anyway, I digress. So but I've, I wanted to talk about that. So yeah. I'm glad this has got brought <laughs> okay, up. Okay, good one. So Amy Schumer on the fence. On the fence. Yeah, we're wait all on and the fence see. For once. Oh, you're, you sound I'm like you're pretty, off the fence. Yeah, I'm really off the fence. But I'm you're not just a scared. Fan. Just and because you did don't want you to be notice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm back on the fence. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but I do know deep down. But I'm, I won't say it unless I. I'm probably someone. more in the Amy Schumer camp. I, I like it, but I'm oh. gonna watch this space. Of course, okay. you bloody are. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, big news today. L. Yeah. Your sound effects tonight. Well, are we wonderful. don't have any sound effects, so I have to make them up. Yeah. <laughs> so this is it was breaking news. We had to shuffle things around because we, we were so interested in this latest development. And so for anyone who has, you know, listened to other podcasts other than ours, which you know, I understand. But The Teacher's Pet was a podcast that was written by Hadley Thomas, who's a journalist for The Australian. And he did an in-depth investigation into the disappearance of Lynn Dawson. She uh, disappeared at the age, and I didn't realise this until I was researching, at the age of 33, which oh is my age. Oh, my gosh, age. Elle, did you burst into tears? It's me. I didn't, I didn't, but I could have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was 37 years ago in 1982. So she 
was married to Chris Dawson, who was a PE teacher in the uh, North Shores of Sydney. And he always kind of maintained that she had run off with a cult, that she initially just needed time away and then she's never returned. And Hadley Thomas goes through the whole investigation and some of the missteps that have happened and uh, people who weren't interviewed who came out afterwards saying, you know, all of these personal stories about it. And the breaking news today, so they did an uh, investigation to his old house on the North Shore in September. They didn't find anything. This is the police. But today Chris Dawson has been arrested and has been approved to get extradited to New South Wales because he's been living in Queensland on expected murder charges allegedly. Uh, so allegedly, 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 allegedly. saying allegedly all the time, <laughs> allegedly. So it's for those that have followed the podcast. This is huge news, news because they kind of left the podcast up in the air, and you know there was a lot of things that you went, oh my gosh, well how can they not mm. follow this up? So what did you guys think about it? Oh, huge! It all, it popped up on my feed and yeah. got text messages, and I mean it's like that Adnan Syed of oh, yeah, Australian yeah, yeah. crime. I mean yeah. it's, it's really a is. Big thing, and he has just fought it. I mean, he was a, the glamour boy. He's a mm. twin. He was a rugby league player. Or it seemed allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> that all of the co- cops were in cahoots. Um, you know, there are so many elements to this story, mm. and it seemed like manifestly unjust what mm. happened mm. to Lynette Dawson. And look, he doesn't come off that well. In well, the I was going to say one of the big things that came out is that. After Lynn Dawson left, he moved his schoolgirl lover, who he was having a relationship with, into the house and he eventually married her and he started a relationship with her at 16. So that was a lot of the thing as well that, you know, he seemed to move on quite quickly afterwards, which raises a lot of questions with an underage student who we then married and, you know. Who was his student. Who was his student. And throughout the podcast I also talk about ongoing investigations into that area as well because apparently there was a lot of students that not – by him but by other teachers in those schools. So, yeah, it's um, it doesn't bode well but I don't know if they've got new evidence or they haven't really outlined, I don't think. I'm sure that they would have to because it's yeah. so public and so such a big thing that they would have They'd to They'd want have, to be sure. They would want to be sure. I think it's been a really interesting example of do you could you connect this to the Me Too movement? I think I could. Mm. I feel like these kinds of cases are being brought up and it is different, I suppose. There is that example of the Adnan Syed case mm. with um, Serial Podcast. Mm. But I do think that this really has been allowed to be given more focus because there isn't this assumption that uh, there is greater knowledge of sexual abuse and, and sexual misuse of power. Mm. Thoughts? Yeah, I think also one of the big things that came out of the podcast was because you kind of go, how did, how did this happen? Like, but it's a different time she, and this no, is what exactly. I mean. She was 33. She had yeah. two little girls who she loved. She had a family. She had, you know, supportive brothers and sisters. How did nobody start to question this? And they say during the podcast, oh, well, we just believe Chris Dawson. Yeah. And our mum never questioned, you know, her mum never questioned it and they, they had kind of doubts but they never took it further. The family didn't, the friends didn't, whereas I hope now that people would start asking questions a lot sooner and go, hang on a minute, this well, doesn't feel are, right. Well, people are encouraged to believe victims of, of, of yeah. abuse as well. So perhaps that's that's another question. Mm. You know, one of the themes in this podcast or one of the um, parts of this podcast is that Lynette Dawson had gone to a dressmaker at one mm. stage 
and I think this is another allegedly, allegedly, but mm. um, allegedly had said um, the dressmaker had noticed bruises on her body and had asked her about them and Lynette had maybe um, suggested that it could have been her husband mm. or there was some um, implication that it could have been her husband and there was just nothing done about it. Yeah. Mm. And don't you think, I think, I like to believe same as you, Elle, that now more questions would be asked like, oh, that's not, no, well, I no, I think no. people feel empowered now yeah. to... Um, search for things and to take matters into their own hands and It also demonstrates the power of media yes, and yes. also um, platforms. So, I mean, obviously this this um, podcast was linked to the Australian, so that's a big media mm. outlet. But we're doing a podcast. Mm. If we had a suspicious murder in our neighbourhood, <laughs> we could investigigate it. I mean, not very well. I think I'd be a bit half-assed. But... Um, <laughs> The power, the power of the Google medium. It. Yeah, that's right. Is it in the top five search? If not, we cannot. Are you on solve Instagram? It. I'm sorry, we can't help. Are you people. part of the royal family? <laughs> or, no, or, not interested. Or group. Um, but it is, you know, it's quite an empowering medium that people mm, can agreed. now shift the court. You know, actually find natural, potentially, allegedly, natural justice. If he did it, mm. if he did it, he's now had all these years free mm. and now finally, you know, hopefully her body will be, be, will be found mm. potentially and, you know, there, there might be some, um, you know, I don't know, an outcome for her family. Oh, mm. I just feel for her daughters though. Oh, How, what a yeah. horrendous situation Horrific. for them to be in. Yeah. Yeah. And they're growing up now, they've got their own kids and, mm. you know, to have this hanging over you for years and now to have yeah, this whole kind life. of outcome. Mm. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, well, we'll keep you, well, I won't keep you updated, <laughs> but the ladies will keep you updated. Put it in, put it in our hands, trust us, we'll be, we'll be ready. We'll be fine. Mm. We'll just launch our own true crime <laughs> investigation. <laughs> allegedly. So I, what I'm getting from this is as long as you say allegedly, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I don't think no. lawyers yeah. would no, agree no, with no, 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 I think no, that's no. right. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. I'm putting my foot down. All right, we might need the lawyers for the next one because we're going to recommendations. Honestly, the inverted commas. I've gone through the last few epi- episodes. We'll recommend something. Yeah, true. No, that is true. I haven't for a while. Yeah, I will recommend something I like and then talk about it. Yeah, I'm, I may have been trolling you a little I, bit. You did, were totally trolling me on this one. A, you gave me the wrong name, so I'm like, what the hell? And then B, you made me watch some Disney half-assed <laughs> film on Netflix about a princess because you thought I liked Meghan Markle. Different princess. And anyway, at least I sort of wandered off halfway through and then came back and caught the main gist, which is basically... It's a very complex storyline. Well, yeah, talk us through it, Dim. Obviously, it really resonated for you. It did. And I think it's a very important and powerful movie. So very um, surprisingly straightforward plotline summary on Netflix. Uh, Just one sentence, actually. So it really summarises it quite nicely. As I said, it's called The Princess Switch. It stars Vanessa Hudgens, Sam Palladio and... Oh, Nick is that Day. who it is? I thought yeah, she looked yes. familiar. And Gunnar. I, I know. I really like it with Gunnar from I Nashville. Did, I felt oh. sad because... Oh, it's Gunnar. It's not the one from... Um, I got him confused with the one who died from... Um... Anyway, when a down-to-earth <laughs> Chicago baker and a soon-to-be princess discover they look like twins, they hatch a Christmas time plan to trade places. <laughs> now, I have to say, this is... <laughs> As bad as it gets. No. This is Dimity and my secret is now out. (laughs) We do this every Christmas. (laughs) We watch very terrible but wonderful Christmas movies and it's kind of our annual tradition. So now it's out for the world to see. And we find 
you could call it the worst or the most out there. So this one was very. This one was up there. It was. It was pretty. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think we were both very engaged until the end, and and then at that point we were like, oh, they've gone too far. What Agreed? when they both ended up marrying the other guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just clarify the Vanessa. She's it's the same person, right? From yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I thought you were going to continue that like it's the same person from this movie. No, no, no. no. It's, it's the same person. They just had to double yeah, take it. Yeah, good CGI. Crafty uh, CGI. I, I did. I was impressed with the CGI. I it's did. come a long way since the Parent Trap. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So basically, this is exactly the same premise as. The parent trap. Mm. It's a it's a, a a time. What's that saying when it's like a time honored honored, honored tradition? Yeah. So anyway, think- it's Christmas and it's bloody fun, and I would highly recommend it. It only got two out of five on a on a review, and I think I that's generous. <laughs> Look, I think if you've got a couple of hours where you really don't care about your life, go and watch it. Or if you just want a little Christmas pick me up, <gasps> there we go. It might be nice. However, I did wander off halfway through, so I can't. Okay. I, I can't I, guarantee it's I not properly for the best. I drifted onto my phone about halfway through, so sure. it wasn't my best crappiest one. I would I agree with say. that. What would you say is your best crappiest one? Um, oh, now you're putting me on the spot. See, I don't know crappy ones, but my mm. favorite Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, of course, down. but that's a classic. Yeah, it's I wouldn't say that's crappy. One. And I watched Love Actually the other day. Yeah, that's oh, not crappy. That was a good you one. have to watch Love Actually. Yeah, every that year. you actually do have that's, to. Yeah. Mandatory. That's mandatory, yeah. Okay. I was talking to someone the other day and there was um, some kids kind of dancing to someone singing and I said to them, oh, it's like in Love Actually, you know, when they come and they, the Prime Minister sings carols at the doors and the kids are dancing and they went, oh, no, I haven't seen it. And I just went, um, I, I just want to talk to you. Conversation done. Yeah, done. All right. So and friendship. Don't, <laughs> wa- don't watch The Princess Switch. Do watch something good. Do yourself a favour. That's it. I'm going to recommend from now on. Oh, Yeah. All right, so Dima, this is always a bit frightening when I just have one line, Dimity, question. And at, over the course of the year we've wondered whether you've been pregnant, uh-huh. um, whether Not you should become yet a <laughs> vegan. vegan. <laughs> that lasted Not for yet. one hour. Um, that was no. It that was, was one meal. Yeah, it was a meal, yeah. yeah. Well, didn't meal. you have bacon in it though? No. At lunch. Oh, at lunch. Oh, at lunch. Okay, so hit us. What is the question? So can I... Ask this to you. Ask yes. Go forth. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if I can ask it to you guys, but also to a special guest. Oh, can I make yes. an introduction? Sure. Why not? We'll put her on the spot. I know, Selena. How would you feel about answering a question? Oh. I, it's a goodie, I swear. So Selena oh. is going to be our our sister for a little bit of time, and I, for that reason, feel it necessary to include her in the discussion. Selena, welcome. Thank you. Thanks. So my question today, I've been really, it's actually a really genuine question. I'm just, the reason I wanted to bring you in is because I really want to crowdsource things for my own advantage. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, this is good. You'll like this. You'll like it. Okay. So as you know, I've been really um, invested, (laughs) pun, in my finances (laughs) and I am wanting to know, it's really quick, easy, straightforward I'm not going to know the answer to this. No, I think you will. I think you will, Selena. Come on. You got this, mate. I want to know what each of your number one tips I thought you were going to say what your bank balance is like. <laughs> I want to know if you can Here's transfer me. Um, no, I want to know your number one tip for your finances. I want to know what your little oh. secret is, what your little thing is that you're like, ooh, this really helped. I'll start us off because I've just done one. 
Is this a question or a statement? Oh, my God. This is like sanctimony. This is like when you started meditating. <laughs> oh, tell us. So my tip is if anybody, and this is a little bit of a spook, if anyone has an ING account, mm. there is this thing that you can do where you round up to the nearest $5 on every transaction. I have mm. saved in two months, I think, 130 dollars. I literally haven't noticed it. Ah. Yeah, haven't noticed it. That is a good one. Not, not, not paid. Not paid. Nice. Not paid. Allegedly. 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 I've got one. Mine is, and it's from Scott Pape's Barefoot Investor. Automatic transfers mm-hmm. because you don't notice it. They go to different savings accounts, and suddenly you've got money to pay the bills. It's amazing. Oh, God, that does sound. It's nice. a Christmas yeah. miracle. It, <laughs> similar to your child. Um, okay, I. Oh God, Dim. What are my tips? I would say well, number one. We don't. My need number all one. Of them. Well, my number one is, and this helped back in the day when interest rates were coming down, but we were still paying a lot. So I, I, I had a mortgage. I just kept on paying the same amount, even though the mm. drops were happening. So it just meant I could get it faster down. Oh. So even, you know, prioritising that so that it gave me more flex. And when the shit hit with the fan with my life, that actually gave me a lot more freedom than if I hadn't have done mm. that. So that was my big tip. Oh, mm. I like that. That's a good one. Mm. Um, okay, mine is sounds really obvious, but it's amazing how many people don't. Look at their bank accounts. Oh, it's really scary. It's an oldie but a goodie, isn't it's it? It's an oldie yeah. but a goodie. I really like that. When I met my husband, his savings plan was to just not look at your bank account and then <laughs> when you did, you got a surprise. <laughs> I'm like, I, yeah, maybe I'll look after the money <laughs> for all of us. How's that working for you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's worked out really well for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really like that one, Selena. I'm glad I put you on the spot. I Thanks. feel like that's a very genuine response. Thank you. Great. Good question, Dim. Oh, I can't wait to hear. On the record? That is on the record, actually. Mm. I'm surprised myself, but I can't wait to hear the growth over the next couple of months. Mm. You can check back in. Okay, I'll tell you my bank account. Currently, it's a <laughs> cut. Cut to next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we do want to introduce Sel because Selena is going to join us for a few weeks. Yes, very exciting. Thanks for having me. We're very excited. Sel's, um, well, I don't know, we're absolutely putting you on the spot, but Mm. do you want to tell us anything about yourself? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. The only thing we do say about ourselves is our age and that we're related. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah. Clarify a couple of those 35, not related. There you go. So you're a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. So that qualifies you. Sure. fine. I really like that because I've got a brother who's 12 years younger than me and I think he's a millennial. What, or is he a Zenial? Yeah. No, I think I he think just get in. As experts of As the millennial the generation, we do know. Yes. Anyway, I'm really happy to just sort of lump yeah. in with him and his, yeah. all, his young friends who are all, you know, doing cool things, <laughs> going to yeah. strawberry fields and, like, all these festivals I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. He might be hanging out with Dimmer at the next festival this weekend. Maybe. I don't think so. No, he doesn't go to festivals that I've heard of. I've Uh, heard of Meredith. He goes to ones I've never heard of. Oh, he's more cool than me. Oh, no. It's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to, and I'm like, I don't know if this is made up or not. Like, you might be making fun of me. But it sounds really fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I went there like 10 years ago. So, uh, yeah, it was really great then. I wonder if he pre-cooks all of his meals in anticipation of getting wasted. (gasps) Don't reveal that. Mum listens to the podcast. Mum, I did meal prep because I like to do meal prep. Like, it's not just because I was thinking about being hungover next week. Good one, Dim. Thanks, Amy. All right. Well, welcome, Sel. We're wrapped to have you you. here. Um, So a new voice on the potty. Um, Oh, not on the potty. On the (laughs) poddy. On the podcast. (laughs) 
Ellen's going to be dealing with potties. Yes. Not so much yet. More nappies. (laughs) More nappies. Lots of nappies. And as a nice little segue to just take Elle straight out into mat leave, just cruise on out. Yes. Give us a mantra. So I saw this popped up on my Instagram the other day and I sent it to one of my friends because I just thought it's such a good reminder. And coming up to the journey I'm about to go on, I think I need to remember it. And it is this. Bad moments do not make bad mums. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> and I think that. it's just a to anyone. But I also thought, because I thought, oh, you know, we don't just want to cater to parents and all of that. But also I think, you know, bad moments don't make bad daughters and don't make bad friends. That if you have a bad moment, it doesn't mean you're a bad person or you're bad at your job or you're bad in that role. It just means you've had a bad moment. And cut yourself some slack and, you know, give yourself advice as you would a friend. I think that's always really you know, good advice, that if if you would say to your friend, you know, let yourself go and that's okay, don't worry about it, then say it to yourself. So I'm trying to remember that, that bad moments don't make bad mums. Oh, and if I have that. bad moments in the next few weeks, months, years, then I'm generally uh, hopefully doing okay. Oh. That's a good yell. I really like that one. Me Be too. kind, a bit of self-care yeah. at this time of year. <laughs> it is a bit cray-cray out there. It is cray-cray. So thanks, Elle. We'll miss you. See you in a few weeks. In capable hands. Yeah. Good luck with the burbs. We might see, given that we're her aunties. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if we have time. I don't know. We're very busy with the podcast. It's Christmas time, you know. (laughs) We'll see. Okay, so this has been the Millennial millennial Divide. If you've liked what you've heard, subscribe in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also rate, review or leave us a comment. We do love the comments. And even though we've, we have said a couple of times that we're very sorry about being disrespectful, we still like to hear that we, we are do. being disrespectful. Yeah, tell us. So it's tell us. helpful. Yeah. yeah so is. keep talking to us. We love hearing. And send us your questions because they're always really great to Can hear. Can you send them to the millennial divide at gmail.com? Because I haven't, we haven't had an email in a while and I just... Like a couple of weeks, just check that it's still working. If anyone can send an email, I'd really appreciate it. Okay. And remember to spell millennial with two L's and two N's. So follow us on all the socials at the Millennial Divide with the two L's and two N's. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.